0: After a rocky update to the Thrift Savings Plan website last summer, officials from Accenture Federal Services, the contractor for the record-keeping transition, says it has made fixes and promising more changes still ahead. But nine months after that transition, TSP participants, federal employees and retirees, still voice frustration with the update. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board, which hired Accenture, still has questions about how the company plans to keep fixing things. Here with the latest, Federal News Network's Drew Friedman. And Drew, they had a board meeting and Accenture was called in. What did Accenture point to as to what it has been able to fix so far?
1: The officials from Accenture who were at the board meeting said that they're in what they call a the steady state after the TSP transition and the update last summer. They've made a couple of piecemeal changes to the overall update. So, for example, there were initial complaints from participants about the TSP investment summary page. Basically, when you log into my account, you can't see right away the breakdown of your investments. That's something that that participant said it was hard to find. And that's something that they said is really important to see right away. Now, Accenture says they've made that easier to find on the homepage. Owen Davies, who's a managing director at Accenture, explained more.
2: In the uh, improving my account access, one of the big areas where we see a lot of dissatisfaction is I can't get to my investment summary easily. The uh, prior solution had a a homepage that was easily accessible. Uh, We've made some changes to the homepage so you can get to that quicker. There are more changes planned there. I think we have further room for improvement there to get more direct access to uh, where my money's invested, how it's performing, those
0: sorts of things. Kind of makes you wonder whatever happened to customer journey mapping that's supposed to underlie these types of projects.
1: Right. It's Yeah, it's a good question. And it seems like they're basically trying to take in feedback from participants and make these changes as they go along. They said they've also been trying to promote a lot of these new... What are called self-service tools in the TSP so things like the virtual assistant features in the TSP mobile app and just trying to get TSP participants to use a lot more of these new features they've tried to encourage more people to download the mobile app right now it has about 600,000 downloads but that's out of a total of 3.4 million accounts the biggest improvement is probably just with the customer service center They've been able to really reduce the amount of time that people are waiting on hold, but there are still issues there. For example, there's a lot of participants who they say are repeat callers. So if they don't get the answer they're looking for the first time around, they'll keep calling back. One way that Accenture said they're trying to deal with that is they set up a specific voicemail inbox for those participants to try to more directly address those long-term issues.
2: If somebody didn't get the answer they wanted on the phone, and I don't mean their answer shopping, they didn't get the result, right, that they expected. We set up a voicemail for people to call in and say, hey, here's here's what I tried to do. And it goes to an expert team who researches that, does an outbound call to that person. We're really seeing the uptake on that be very small. We we left it open, right? And we're we're thinking about how we can promote that to prevent people from being dissatisfied or have to be a repeat caller. But that's something that underachieved what we expected. We're taking it back. We're tuning that. We got to do some more comms on it. Maybe we need to make it easier, more automated, all those kind of things.
0: Yeah, so this is really an omni-channel problem they have. The online and the telephone service center, it's all of a piece. And that digital assistant that comes through the website. And the initial rollout didn't work very well. People couldn't adjust how much they withdraw every year. Is it actually better now?
1: It depends on the perspective that you are looking from. If you Hear from Accenture officials, they said that they've improved a lot of these things, but they're trying to make continuous adjustments and improve things. But from the TSP participant perspective, they say there are still a lot of really long term issues with the the update. It's not necessarily the customer service piece of it, but it's more permanent changes. They said that the way the new My Account system functions or is set up, it's it's a lot clunkier and it's harder to use, harder to navigate. And it's something that the the board also has raised some concerns about as well. A lot of TSP participants are retirees and older, so they might not be as familiar with these new self-service tools. So there's just a lot of issues trying to get this newer type of technology just off the ground and running.
0: Yeah, because, you know, you have to change websites from time to time and people never like their favorite old website to be changed. If it's done well, people get used to it pretty quickly and you move on from there. But if specific functions to managing your withdrawals and your financial life, which depends largely on the TSP or part on the TSP don't work, then you've got a serious problem Problem. And it's not just a, you know, I don't like the new website, but I can't do what I need to for my financial management. And the board also had some pointed questions for Accenture.
1: They did. They gave a couple of questions and also suggestions or things that Accenture said that they would circle back to and look into more. For example, one of the board members said that they should try to set up a a team at Accenture to help with communications and resolve some of the more common pain points for participants. Another huge emphasis from the board was the importance of the phone line. As I mentioned, there are a lot of participants who do rely on using the phone and not the self-service tools, and that's something that isn't necessarily going to go away. The Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board Chairman, Michael Gerber, explained more.
2: While the data is improving, and that's important, sometimes those those anecdotal experiences are are tough. It seems to be a pattern family members of older participants. And I hear you talk about the technology, the challenges with the web, the app, virtual assistant. My parents were still with us. Right. They would just pick up the phone and they would call. And so the call times, the wait times down, the call times, I think you said, are coming down. Folks are still having challenging experiences.
0: So both the website and the phone lines still need some work is basically what he's saying. And he pointed out something. Yes, some of the older SIRs retirees that might be in their 70s and 80s and beyond are not comfortable with the online, they like to pick up the phone and they should have that service. What about the reaction after seeing these updates? What are we still hearing from participants?
1: A lot of them are saying that it is it's it is more ingrained issues now. It's not necessarily the early issues with the technology and the rollout, but just things that they simply aren't happy with in the new TSP system. For example, there's not as much data that's readily available. If you're trying to look at past transactions, past statements, you have to call Thriftline to get those older documents. People have said on social media that you know the website is not much better. And when you actually try to call customer service, they say it's still very hit or miss depending on the representative that you talk to. The board has said they're trying to retrain some of these customer service representatives. But I think there is still a lot of frustration out there from participants who are dealing with the the transition here.
0: And you and I have both been getting emails from readers, people that are in the TSP that just couldn't specify the withdrawals they wanted or their required minimum distributions. They couldn't tune those. That seems to have been fixed, though, in recent weeks.
1: It seems like that problem is fixed. There were a couple of issues over the past couple of months. One other instance, there was an issue with the required minimum distributions at the end of 2022. About 2,400 TSP participants, they had some an error message with their mailing address, which caused them to actually not get their required minimum distribution from TSP at the end of the year. And that is a concern from participants that we both heard about, I think, because if you don't take out that RMD, then you do get a penalty from the IRS. TSP has issued an apology about this, and they're sending out letters to those who were affected to be able to communicate with the IRS that you know this was an issue on the TSP side and trying to help them avoid getting that penalty.
0: Some work done, some work to do. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
3: Hello, and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I'm your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Dr. David Wilson, president of Morgan State University. David has had a fascinating career and has garnered a long record of accomplishments from more than 30 years of experience in higher education administration. Came to Morgan State in 2010 from the University of Wisconsin, where he was chancellor of both the University of Wisconsin Colleges and the University of Wisconsin Extension. Before that, he held numerous other administrative posts in academia, including vice president for the University of Outreach, associate provost at Auburn University, and um, associate provost of Rutgers. And when we were talking... Earlier, too, you had just mentioned that you had a, um, a wonderful nomination at the American Academy of Arts and Sciences. And David, thank you so much for joining me.
4: Shane, it is indeed a pleasure uh, to be invited into this conversation with you.
3: It's not in your um, in the short
4: bio here, but I also know you served in some capacity in the Obama administration. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, as I was leaving the University of Wisconsin, where I oversaw the UW colleges, I accepted The presidency at Morgan. And on my way into the presidency at Morgan in 2010, my name was advanced to President Obama to be considered as a member of his board of advisors on historically black colleges and universities. And so I accepted and served there for eight years during his two terms. Amazing.
3: You've had a fascinating career at numerous universities across the U.S. How did you become passionate about the education field? And what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned?
4: First of all, I was made aware of a quote by Horace Mann, who was a great 19th century educator who really gave rise to public education in the United States. And he was the first to utter the phrase that education is the great equalizer. And why that resonated with me was because I grew up in
3: Influenced your leadership position now as president of Morgan State. It, it had to have had
4: an impact, but how would you articulate that? So if you go back to that Alabama environment, what I saw, it was just so many people, my own brothers and sisters who were 10 times smarter than I was, but my first five brothers were literate. They never got an opportunity to show